Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it, so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to an all-new episode of Help I Suck at Dating. I'm Jared Haven, uh, joined by Dean Unglert, obviously. Uh, you guys are Suck Army. Thank you so much for tuning in this episode. We have a very exciting episode coming up from Bachelor. Uh, you know her from Colton Season, Elise Delbaum. Do you think that's how you say it, Dean? I'm terrible with names. I, I, I didn't think. Th- I thought her last name was Michelle. Well, you were way off on that one. We're going to Now that I'm saying it out now that I'm saying it out loud, I realize how stupid I am. Elise. But that's what her Instagram thing is. It's a, Elise Michelle, I think, is what it is on Instagram, right? I found that a lot of people put their middle name up there. I don't know why, but a lot of people will put their first and middle name as their Instagram handle. So we're going to have to solve this mystery with Elise later on. Um, we also have, obviously, some emails. We have a dating term that I need everybody to focus and define. And then, of course... The big week, Demario Johnson, who we talked to a couple weeks, who uh, is kind of dating our very lovely producer, Becky. And he's going to be coming to L.A. this week, which means Dean and I get to grill Becky and give her some date ideas of what they should do. I mean, this is some this is huge. This is big. I mean, Becky's going to go on a date with Demario, the guy that she met via Instagram because of help. I suck at dating. I mean, we're just forming relationships one podcast at a time. But we also have another big guest calling in, don't we, Jared? Uh, do we? Well, don't we have... Oh, yeah, the, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> we do have a big guest. Holy shit, I forgot about my, my mother-in-law. All right, so apparently October 25th is National Call Your Mother-in-Law Day. I don't know. It feels like a made-up holiday. I got to be honest. Oh, Ashley wants me to joke about her, my mother-in-law's crush on Dean, which there is a massive crush. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Dean. She loves you. She loves you very much. She loves your face. She loves your personality. She loves Dean. I'll tell you, she loves you so much. I told the suspender story the other day. Listen to this. So when 
We're posing for pictures. Apparently, Audrey, my mother-in-law, feels super awkward taking pictures. She always has. So she needs someone to try to make her smile naturally. And the way we try to do it, I'm not joking. This is 100% serious. Right before they take the picture, we say, Dean, Dean. And she, like, smiles. And then that's how we do it. It's I, I'm, There's two names. I swear to God, I'm not even joking about this. There's two names that we yell to make her smile naturally. Dean and Mark Wahlberg. So What's the second one? Mark Wahlberg. You're in good company. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I'll take Marky Mark. You ever see Marky Mark's Hanes ad? Because that is peak Marky Mark. Yeah, I know. What's funny is I, I even had this conversation today with one of my friends. Uh, I can't remember what it was exactly about. But I was, like, saying, like, I don't understand... Uh, why Audrey would f- even like, I don't know. I just, it's so funny to me that she like likes me even in my own eyes. I don't know exactly why. Dean, you look like Jack Dawson. Uh, is that a compliment? I don't know who Jack Dawson is. That's from Titanic. Yeah, that's Leonardo DiCaprio from Titanic. Yes, that's a compliment. I'll take it. I do think that I've been steadily declining for the past like five years. So maybe I'm just like, uh, uh, you know, I'm a little self-conscious, but that's really good to hear. And I'm, I'm excited to hear from your stepmom too. I'm probably going to take a step back while you have that conversation with her, just so you like, you guys can kind of, you know, have your national call your mother-in-law day. Uh, a question for you, should I call Kaylin's mother? Cause she's like my mother-in-law. So should that, should we give her a call too or no? I, I absolutely. I would love for Kaylin's mom to be on this podcast. You want to know what's funny is I've been dating Kaylin, I want to say for like, what, 15 or 16 months now. I don't think I've had a single conversation. I've never met her mother. I've never had a conversation with her. I I don't know. It's kind of strange, I feel like. I mean, is she close with her parents? Not to like blow her She's not. She's not. She's very close with her grandparents. So I like, I I love her grandparents. They live in Las Vegas and we've seen them and spent quite a, a lot of time with them. And she's definitely far, far closer uh with her grandparents than she is but she obviously you know it's her mom so she loves her mom mm-hmm. but uh but yeah it's just kind of strange that i've never met her but i do think that this is the year i think the thing is is uh her mother doesn't like to like she's like got this um diversion for uh or uh, i'm sorry aversion for airplanes she doesn't like to travel on airplanes and she lives all the way on the east coast and we just have never really kayla and i've never really been to the east coast mm-hmm. But uh, but her grandparents are so close. But I just think that's kind of funny. Speaking of the devil, here she comes with a plate. Oh. Of pizza. Of pizza. She's, pizza. She's got a pizza for me. I was just telling them how it's kind of funny how we've been dating for, what, 16 months? Seven years. And today, yeah, seven years. And uh, today is call your mother-in-law day. Jared called his mother-in-law Ashley's mom. Call and I was just thinking, it's funny. I don't think I've ever even had a conversation with your mother. Briefly, like over FaceTime on Easter. Yes, we've had a brief FaceTime conversation, but... Uh, I was telling them that she's got like this aversion to flying and she doesn't like to travel very much. So that's why she's like all stuck on the East Coast. Do you, know Do you want to come in and say hi to everyone? I feel like I don't even think Kaylin's been on this podcast yet. But she's been on the podcast. She the was present, on with Ashley. She just delivered Ashley, me a little cheese pizza. Yes, bring Kaylin over here. <laughs> Do you know my mom's name? Yes, here's Kaylin. Say hi to everyone. Hello. Hi, Kaylin. Kaylin asked if I know her mother's name. Yes, I know her mother. Your mother's name is Jailia. Okay. Oh. She said I, the yes. first time that... Uh, Kaylin said her mom's name, Jailia. 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 I was like, that is not a human's name. And her last name's Kamenicki, so he was like, you just made that up. Yeah. All right. Well, while we have Kaylin here, I have I have a lot of questions for Kaylin. So, uh, Kaylin, what is the most annoying thing Dean does? Oh, um, 
And if you have a list, <laughs> feel free to talk as long as you need. <laughs> I got a little frustrated with him because his time management skills are not the best. I haven't noticed. What do you mean? Sometimes he likes... Sometimes <laughs> he likes to golf or play video games and not do the things that he needs to do. And I'm like, well, prioritize the things that you need to get done, and then you can have your fun time. Yeah, the funny thing, the ironic thing is I was uh, 20 minutes late to record. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would say I would agree with that. I would say if I were – there was this, uh, this Instagram quote I saw the other day. It's like, be the person that you want to be best friends with. Like, if you, like, look at yourself from, like, another perspective, like, would you be friends with yourself? And I always think about that, and I've been like acting more consciously to like be fr- to like be confident that the person that I see myself as would be my friend. And I always think about how pissed off I would be if one of my friends, or like if I was another person, and me, Dean, was always late to the things that we had planned. Mm-hmm. And it's very fr- I would be frustrated. And Especially. I get that it's like one of those things. You know what's funny though is that you always make up for it. Like, here's the thing. We talked about this on the podcast last week. It's impossible to be mad at you, Dean. Be- and Kaylin, I want to ask you, yes. Have you? do you find yourself being in the same scenario where Dean will do something stupid and you want to be so mad at him, but for some reason it's impossible? Yes. No, it's so frustrating. And it's funny. So when we were in the Maldives, there was a guy kind of like in charge of our schedule and Dean was always late. <laughs> And he was like, I just don't understand this guy. Like, he's late for scuba diving. Everyone's mad at him. And he gets off the boat and everyone's best friends with him. Like, even the guy in the Maldives was like, this guy's impossible to be mad at. It was funny that we, I went scuba diving and I showed up like 10 minutes late to the boat, like the charter boat that we were like leaving on. And everyone was like super pissed off at me. But then like when we got back, they were all like, oh, come like, tomorrow. Let's, <laughs> let's stay in touch and let's yeah, come scuba diving with us tomorrow. I don't know. It's kind of funny, I guess. But as much as I would love for us to just sit here and talk about all my shortcomings, I do think no, that we need great. to bring in our... But you have a charm to you. That's like people can't get mad at you because you're so charming and you're so sweet and you're well, so... I think it's... Everything I think it's because you, do, it's just, you, I don't know. In all honesty, I think you just, like, Dean, you have this kind of, oh, this is going to be sound weird, but you, you're you kind of like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. He's like a little puppy you can't get mad yeah, at. Yeah, but also because, like, like I, I look at Lois, and she's just, like, happy and full of love and positive, and her tail's always wagging, and you're like, I can't be mad at you because you're just so sweet. And, like, as weird as this is going to sound to describe you like that, that's similar to you. Like, even when you walk in 15 minutes late, you have a huge smile on your face, and you're like, God, it's good to hear your voices. And I know you're doing it to suck up because you don't want us to be mad at you, but it works. And I also know that it's, like, coming from a... But it works. It's also coming from, like, a place of of authenticity. Like, there's nothing fake about you. And I think your, your overall vibe, positivity, and happiness really just... It shines, and uh, I think that's why nobody can get mad at you, including your your girlfriend. Listen, guys, I would love for us to all sit here and have my horn be tooted (laughs) over and over again, but we do have to move on. Unfortunately, we can get back to the the praise and the affection later on. I honestly could talk about your guys' relationships all podcasts. Like, Kaylin, I need you to come on because I need to just talk to both you guys because I find you guys fascinating. One, you're a beautiful couple. You guys are super happy. Yeah. But like, I, I, I find both your relationship fascinating and it's awesome. We're the couple that shouldn't work, but we work. Yeah. It's weird. We like to keep, we like to keep the uh, enigmatic uh, persona. You know, we don't do many joint interviews. Kayla never comes on the podcast. I don't like to be in her YouTube videos, etc. Mm-hmm. We like to keep it enigmatic. 
But we are gonna we are gonna take one quick break and then we're gonna get to Elise, which I think she's sure calling in right now. There she is. Um, we're gonna take one quick break and we're gonna jump into our bit with Elise to check in with her and see how she's doing. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. 
Hey, welcome back to help. I suck at dating. I just, that just felt right, you know, coming from the gut, coming from the soul. Uh, we have a very special guest. You, of course, know her from Colton's season of The Bachelor, where she famously left the show on her own terms and early. She was a fan favorite. A lot of people thought that she was going to be The Bachelorette. It is Elise Delbaum. Elise, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Yes. Thank you. I feel like this is an appropriate podcast for me to be on because I think I might suck at dating too. <laughs> Why do you think you suck at dating? Let's start there. Well, I mean, if you can hear a cat in the background and being 33, I might just be uh, turning into an old cat lady by bachelor standards. <laughs> How many cats do you have? Just one. Oh, that's not bad. You're fine. <laughs> not bad. No. I think once you reach over seven is when it becomes an <laughs> issue. But as long as you have less than that, you're fine. No, I have one very high maintenance cat, and I think I'm, I think I'm not gonna add that uh, cat lady to my profile anytime soon by having seven of them. <laughs> no, but it's definitely coming. Elise, I do have a question for you. So Jared saying that you left on your own accord on Colton season refreshed my memory because I do remember that moment, and I know it's been what it's been a year and a half or however long it's been since you were on The Bachelor, but I do. Uh, I want to like relive that scenario real quick with you, if that's okay. Sure. I put on a really overly dressed outfit and uh, <laughs> marched my ass over to his room and said goodbye. And it was obviously it played out quite dramatically because, you know, it's two in the morning in Thailand and we're all on 17 hours of time change. But um, it just wasn't, he wasn't the person for me. And I knew that. And as much as you know going to vietnam would have been fun it was just my time to go did you ask to did you get asked to do paradise um i originally i think when i left the show they were pretty much aware that um i might not be open to it okay. <laughs> but then um you know as time goes on you kind of think well maybe you know i don't want to like say no to an opportunity so we talked about it but by the time um we got my like testing and all that stuff done everyone had pretty much coupled up we decided it probably wasn't would you go, would you go on paradise like next year if there is one i tell you what sure because at least claire's guys are age appropriate <laughs> sure last that year is, is that what your main hesitation was going into it last time was the younger cast 100 percent. that was you know i shouldn't say 100 yeah. percent, but that was a huge part of it i don't think it doesn't necessarily matter what age you are. It's all about like life experience and lessons you've learned. But I think I've lived a lot of life in 33 years where I just could not imagine myself like being seriously interested in like a 23, 24 year old. Yeah, no, I agree. Sometimes like, you know, this show's gotten a little bit of a backlash for going younger. And obviously now we're going older with 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 Claire, not older. Claire's still very young, obviously. But you know what I'm talking about. Um, I hope you go on Paradise because actually Ashley's behind me right now. But we were talking about you last night because you were coming on the podcast and we both agreed that you are so um, it's weird to say like you're underutilized in the Bachelor franchise, but you're like beautiful. You have your together uh you, you know you're you're ready like it's like you were on colton season you left early and everybody wanted to see you on paradise and people were calling for you to be the next bachelorette because they loved how you left and really you know stood your ground and said exactly what you wanted and so i think you'd be perfect for paradise like you'd be the perfect person to come like halfway through where like 
I know this is not what you want, and I'm sorry, but like I'm thinking like a producer now, where you come halfway <laughs> through, people are already started coupling up, and it's like, oh, that's a lease, that's a lease, and then like you're the temptation that they throw towards guys. Oh, I mean, hopefully boy. you're there day one. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they have a lot of girls to choose from since they didn't get to do it this year, so we'll see. But I tell you, I am have always been very comfortable when I'm single, except this year, COVID. Mm. When you are isolated, because I yeah. live alone, I mean, board games are pretty boring when you're playing them by yourself and you're stuck at home for a few months at a time. So at this point, I I mean, get me on a beach, just talking to people sounds thrilling. <laughs> well, at least let's be real. You don't live alone. You've got a cat. Right. But there's certain, you know, thanks. But that cuddle session only goes so far. <laughs> yeah. Right, I mean, right. I hear you. I cuddle with my dog Lois all the time, but sometimes I need, sometimes I like being small spoon. I'm going to be honest. I feel like a real man amidst that. I need Ashley to hold me sometimes. I hold her too. We'll allow it. Um, <laughs> so what has dating been like for you in during COVID? You know, you, like you said, you're single. There's a lot of people who are dealing with dating right now during these crazy times. What, it's been, what has it been like for you? It's been almost non-existent. I, I did develop a little quarantine crush that quickly played itself out. And it was, if I'm being completely honest, it would not have worked in a normal situation, but because he was just so fun to talk to, he was a lovely distraction. And it was fun to have, you know, something to look forward to of FaceTime date. But, mm -hmm. you know, had we been, it probably went a little bit longer than it would have if we were actually in a regular dating scenario. But I think there's something to be said that's positive about um, you know, we kind of live in an overly <laughs> sexualized world, let's just be honest, and there's nothing wrong with that. However, I think there's something to be said that people are making connections, like online, and having to really establish some communication and, and try to find more creative ways than just, you know, swiping right and going out to coffee or drinks and seeing what happens, you actually have to get to know someone when you can't see them. Mm -hmm. So I think there's positives to it. But for me, it's been this has been a really, really challenging year. Personally, my career was um, has basically been non existent since this started. So it's been a year of day by day. And sometimes that my focus is not so much on dating when I'm just trying to figure out my next step when God, we don't ever know what our next step is in this year, do we? I know. <laughs> it's so crazy. Now, well, you're a, a business owner. I mean, you, you own a company called Glamour Grass uh, LLC. So tell us a little bit about that. And I'm assuming that's what you're talking about during COVID right now and, and how it's, you know, struggling. Absolutely. Not the business. I don't want to say the business is struggling, but like, no, you know, it's tough for every business owner right now. A hundred percent. We can absolutely say that. I've been a makeup artist for um, a little over 12 years. And then I also teach. And obviously school is shut down mm -hmm. and makeup, you know, we do a lot of freelance for special events, weddings, things of that nature. And those, those just aren't happening. Mm. And then my online business is teaching one-on-one -on -one, um, makeup lessons, kind of picking up where I think YouTube leaves off where there's, you know, makeup gurus, um, but really teaching individual for that person's skin type, tone, texture, age, all of that. And I love it. I absolutely love it. But I've had to go back to bartending just to have something that gives me peace of mind of I know I can pay my bills yeah. when when things have been constantly changing this year. What do you mean by bartending? Because you live in Arizona, yeah, so maybe they're just like a little bit more lax. Because when I imagine bartending in like Los Angeles, for instance, I don't know if I've even seen a bartender. 
for the past no and i'm working inside of a hotel and so because it's a hotel okay um they are open right so they have you know very strict regulations but Mm -hmm. the company is privately owned and they've just been amazing uh to work for and really helped out their staff during this time even myself who came on right before the the lockdown yeah i barged in for many years of my life I have uh, I have some friends who are small business owners as well. Like Peter from my season is a he owns a small gym in Wisconsin, and he was like saying his business was so new that he is having trouble. Like, uh, it's just such a shitty time to be a small business owner. Like, especially like obviously with COVID and all that kind of stuff going on. Especially when it's like hands on. Like, uh, at least like yours is obviously you have to like be in people's faces and like working with people directly all the time. Uh, it just it's I'm uh, yeah I definitely feel for you guys well, and I don't want it to sound like a pity party because we're all going through it at some level mm-hmm. whether it's impacted you personally or professionally or both we've all I mean 2020 has been a <clears throat> to all of us <laughs> yeah no huh it's crazy well that that just means everybody go to glamour grasp right now uh, <laughs> if you're looking for for any type of makeup uh, I saw the link is in your bio correct mm-hmm all right, so go to Elisa's Instagram right now. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't follow Elise, I'm not sure what you're doing with your life, so go follow her right now. <laughs> go click the link in her bio, go to Glamour Grass, buy some makeup, because we all, you know, I'm going to need some makeup too. Let's be honest. Like, I got the light on me right now. I could use some. Um, but Elise, we also want to talk about your hosting What a Girl Wants podcast this week. Thank you so much for stepping in and doing a far better yeah. job than Dean or myself could ever imagine doing. Oh, wow. That's a lot of credit that will has yet to be determined if I deserve. <laughs> I have full faith. So uh, what do you talk? What do you want to talk about? Like what what are some things in the dating world that bug you? You love you hate? Um, what are you going to talk about on the podcast? Well, geez, we might need more than one podcast to go through my experience in the dating world. <laughs> but um, I'm actually going to be talking to someone that I found during COVID on YouTube. And he is a therapist and he also has been a couples therapist, I believe for 20 plus years, but he has a YouTube channel where he reacts to reality TV shows and talks about, and like, we'll pause the video and really break down like as a therapist, what he wishes he could see in that moment, as far as communication. And I have learned so much about where I've gone wrong, um, that, I'm just excited to talk to him and get perspective on not only like how to come out of COVID and maybe have at least say that I've learned something and can like date a little bit more healthy, but also to ask him questions about, you know, maybe bring up some of my past relationships and see if he has any uh, pointers of where I missed the mark. Do you go to uh, therapy currently or like have you always kind of advocated for it? Absolutely. Um, I went to my first therapy session, I think when I was 16, I had a very good friend of mine tragically pass away and didn't quite know how to process that. And it's not something that's been a consistent in my life, but I think there's just such a massive thing to be said for whether it's couples counseling or you're just going for yourself. Um, your friends and your family are always going to have a biased opinion. So to see someone that is non-biased, that has your best intentions at heart, but also can point out your faults, I think is so, so important because everyone else in your life is coming from a place of love and with that agenda, whereas it's nice to have someone to really, you can voice your innermost and sometimes not not so nice thoughts without judgment. Right. It's funny because uh, we've talked about this on the podcast in the past, and my journey on this podcast personally has been, it's been long, what we've been recording, I think, for like three years now. 
and the first year I was like very anxious and consistently like had been dealing with like all this inner turmoil and don't get me wrong like I still have those uh, issues but I always had this weird like stigma attached to therapy and like seeing a therapist and how like it would be looked as on as like weak or like you're less of a person because you need therapy. But then I started going to therapy and I like just like opened my eyes. And then the second I started talking about therapy with people too, like I would even see these, like, you know, if I'm having a conversation with my friend, I would start talking about how I'm going to therapy. And like, they're, I, from my experience, their like eyes would light up and they'd be like, wow, like it's, it's just such a, it's so, so weirdly taboo. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think that there's never enough advocation that we can make for going to therapy, whether you go consistently, whether you have like a, a, a dilemma in your life that you're trying to like sort through, you go for a short amount of time and then maybe you go take some time off and you go back. But uh, it's so it's so funny because my personal journey with therapy has been so like, uh, you know, I looked down on it for so long and then I did it and now I advocate for it. But uh, at least like you kind of said, I haven't been in a while, but it's definitely like opened my eyes to the the progress that you're able to make by going to it, you know? Absolutely. And I think where the taboo sometimes come from, uh, comes from is people assume, oh, something's wrong. Like maybe we should start going to therapy yeah. before there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether it's as, like I said, as a couple going to therapy before there's problems so that you can navigate problems that arise better, but also just for yourself. I mean, we all have traumas that sometimes we don't even realize that we're dealing with and being able to to work through that, you know, again, an unbiased way. And sometimes I've been, I'll be honest, I sometimes just have a therapy session to, to bitch a little bit about this year. <laughs> you have to, you have to, sometimes you just got to get off your chest. You can't let it on there. You know, you can't let it linger there. It's going to destroy you. Uh, yeah. Somebody made the analogy about therapy and it made a lot of sense to me how people routinely go to the gym to like maintain health, right? Uh, you like, you don't just eat like, for years and years and years and then one day be like oh i'm just gonna go to the gym one time and like it'll be fine no you consistently go to the gym to try to work out and maintain health and it's the same thing with therapy you know you have to go routinely and like you said before like a bigger problem occurs try to get some therapy in there before you know uh you know just to maintain your mental health i totally agree Absolutely. i've been to therapy um and it's, it's pretty awesome that you're speaking out uh for that cause uh elise i just want to say thank you so much for joining us you are so sweet i i truly hope that you find uh someone before bachelor in paradise but if you don't i really hope to see you on that beach well let's just hope we don't get locked down again because it's it's not helping the date in life <laughs> i know it's so bad i feel bad for Eddie. i heard single. that florida went back on lockdown I don't know. Also, I want I want to say because Jared did mention that you were in the running to be bachelorette, and as uh, I would love to see you as the bachelorette, but I do want to say that I think that you got lucky by not being this year's bachelorette because it's like, uh, who wants to just sit in India for two months and go on dates where it's just not? I don't know. It's fun. It's great. And don't get me wrong, it could lead to wonderful, fruitful things, but it's like. There are better years to be the bachelor. Well, I mean, let's be honest. The travel is a huge part of the experience. Yeah, um, poor Claire. I feel bad. Yeah. Like, of course, Claire is like, waits years to be bachelorette. She becomes bachelorette and then a fucking pandemic hits. And it's like, oh, God, this poor woman can't catch a break. Well, I can tell you I'm very flattered, but I was never in the running to be the bachelorette. So, well, in the public <laughs> opinion, you were. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, so everybody, like I said, go to Elise's Instagram where you can check out her makeup uh, company called Glamour Grasp LLC. Again, 
Thursday, What a Girl Wants podcast. You can get it wherever you get podcasts. It'll be on this Help I Suck at Dating podcast feed. Uh, check it out. Elise will be on there. She's fantastic. Elise, thank you so much for joining on. If uh, Ashley and I always say that we want to go to Scottsdale. So if we're ever there uh, post-COVID, uh, we'd love to, I'd love to meet you in person and, and grab dinner sometime. Come on down. Just make sure it's not in June or July because I'm too redheaded to be outside those months. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. And thanks for letting me uh, take over for a little bit. No, it'll be great. Yeah, I'm pumped to listen to it. All right. Thanks, guys. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. 
I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. So Sunday, uh, today, or yesterday, depending on when you're listening to this, is National Call Your Mother-in-Law Day. So guess what I'm about to do, ladies and gentlemen, suck army. I'm going to call Ashley's mother, a.k.a. Audrey, a.k.a. my mother-in-law, as soon as I find her number on here. She is aware that I will be calling her. Uh, she. My wife just screamed from the bathroom, tell them that she's shy. My mother-in-law is a little shy, uh, but she's been on podcasts before. She's been on your podcast before, Ash. So here we go. National Call Your Mother-in-Law. So everybody out there listening, make sure you call your mother-in-law. Tell them how great they are, unless they're not great. Then don't say that. But mine's great. I'm very lucky. Here we go. Uh, Audrey, hello. It's Jared, host of Help I Suck at Dating. How are you? <laughs> hey, Jared. I'm good. I'm doing well. Thanks for doing this, Audrey. I appreciate it. I didn't sure. I didn't know there was a national call your mother-in-law day. Have you ever heard of this? I've never heard of it until uh, like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, and, oh, so Ashley just said that you have to call Bubby. Oh, gosh. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, that's the that's the only right thing to do. Uh, I've never heard of that before. Neither have I. Uh, So for everybody listening, Bubby is uh, Ashley's dad's, it's Ashley's grandmother on her dad's side. So your mother-in-law, Audrey. Yes. I've had for many years. Uh, I will say, so Audrey, how- 40 40 years. 40 years. Well, Bubby is doing very well. Bubby's a wisecrack. So Audrey, how am I as a son-in-law? Be honest. Oh boy. Oh, Jared. That's a big question. You want to hear the honest truth? Maybe. Jerry, <laughs> obviously, you're great. You know that. Oh, Audrey, you you're could, great. If you could, um, you know, be at our house for, what was it, 13 weeks? Yeah. During quarantine? Yeah. And uh, put up with us. I mean, I think that that was a real test of, you know, how how great you are. Oh, well, thank you, Audrey. Yeah, we, couldn't be, we, we really couldn't be happier, Jared, as you know. Well, I'm the lucky ones. I remember when I first met you guys, I thought you were going to hate me because... Why? Well, because when I first met both you and Jay was uh, during the um, charity event that Ashley organized right after our first season of Paradise, and Ashley and I yeah. weren't, weren't dating at this point, and all you knew from me was that I pretty much broke up with your daughter on national television, and I'm like, they're, they're going to... I I can't believe I'm going to this. They're going to hate me. And you both, uh, I'll never forget, both you and Jay were so welcoming and so sweet and so nice. And it really, you just made me feel at home well before. That's really nice. No, we could not hold that against you, of course. (laughs) No, you could have. You you easily could have. And you would have been in the right uh, because I was an idiot, obviously. But it all worked out. And uh, yeah, we were quarantined for 13 weeks together. So if we survived that, I'm pretty sure we could survive anything. Well, you're, you were very helpful, and uh, I think I think we had a nice time. I think it was a good bonding experience. Um, you know, you made it pretty easy. You really, you weren't difficult at all. You're very easygoing and very helpful. And your parents raised you very well, Derek. Oh well, thank you, Audrey. <laughs> well, you raised Ashley and Lauren very well. Um, and I appreciate you saying that I'm easygoing because I think Ashley would uh, argue with that. But 
It doesn't matter because your mom said it, Ashley. And if, if your mom said it, I am easygoing. Oh, boy. Um, Audrey. No, yeah, you're pretty easygoing. As long as you can put up with Ashley, <laughs> and which is not easy, as we know. Um, I think you guys balance each other out. And, Aww. you know, we couldn't ask for a better son-in-law. Well, thank you, Audrey. I only have to put up with Ashley for um, the rest of my life, so it's not that bad. Um, no, as long as you treat Ashley uh, half as well as you treat Lois, <laughs> that's hard. Lois gets a lot of love from her dad. Um, well, Audrey, you are the best. Uh, I am the extremely lucky one to have incredible in-laws, uh, and uh, I love you both. And thank you so much for uh, joining uh, me on the podcast. As weird as that sounds. Yeah, I'm happy to be on. Thank you very much. Oh. I, I, better, I better call my mother-in-law now. I know, right? All right. Well, tell Bubby I said hi. I will. Okay. All right. Bye, Jared. Bye, Audrey. Bye. And that's my mother-in-law, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that was very nice. Audrey's the best. She's the sweetest. Um, she puts up with all my madness. She put up with me when I wasn't with Ashley, which is a testament to how wonderful they are. Because I've, I've always felt this way, and I continue to feel this way. Uh, they could have easily um, kind of... Not been nice to me and told Ashley not to date me because of everything that happened in the past, but they were always supportive. I always got along with them. I always felt at home with my in-laws, and so I'm glad that I called them on National Call Your Mother-in-Law Day. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much. With Pappy, he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So... I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because 
they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin. I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Jared, I want to discuss something with you that we did not get the chance to discuss last week. Dean, I'm open And it's for you. with a heavy heart that I approach you with this topic. Uh-oh. It didn't, uh, <laughs> things just didn't pan out as I had hoped for them to. And uh, as much as I needed Singletary to go off, he just he just decided not to go off. So I lost to you in the fantasy football, and I need to pay my dues because of it. That's right. I completely forgot about that. So we we talked about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. We announced it on Instagram. Dean and I played each other in fantasy football. Dean lost. It was a good game, though. Uh, he also traded. We had a, a trade between Dean and I that I, I definitely won. Uh, so, your punishment, sir. Uh, I figured I'd give you the choice. I would narrow it down to two. So, this I asked on Instagram what the punishment should be. I got a lot of great, great, great punishments. Uh, some was uh, eat a pack of sardines covered in pickle juice. Um, Temporary hair dye in the winning team's colors. So you'd have to uh, dye your hair blue and silver. Or red and brown if I'm going with Brady. Uh, The top two by far. And I'll let you choose which one you want. Okay? One, I take over your Instagram for a day. (laughs) I I don't think... Whatever the next one is, I'll take that one. (laughs) The second one's a little less harsh, but something that you've been very much against. And we actually had a sneak preview of it in the beginning of this episode, which, of course, I have Kaylin on the podcast. Kaylin on for the full episode. I'm on the episode too, and I get to talk to Kaylin oh, and wow. ask questions. You can be on there if you want. It's the, I'm not saying you don't have to be on this episode, but it's one of the two. Either Kaylin's on for a full episode and like it's a Q&A, or I take over your Instagram for a day. What a freaking punishment. My biggest punishment is having my girlfriend come on the podcast with me for an hour. <laughs> People oh, want to hear from her. My arm. How horrible. No, I know. It's just funny. Like, like That's the punishment where it's like, oh, we just have to talk to my girlfriend for an hour. Those were the top uh, two votes. I will. You want to know what's funny? It's almost just like out of, out of spite. I want to say just take over my Instagram. Uh, but I have, I have been... Uh, thinking about having Kaylin come on the podcast anyways and because of that I think it would be great to have her on so it might not be next week it might be the week after that or wherever but yes I think that if you want to you can be like the the moderator 
for a podcast of me and Caitlin only if, and I know like they're at what I'm adding. Yeah, this is your punishment. There's no stipulations on your behalf. It's fine. It's fine. Only if the reverse is uh, given to me from you. So you and Ashley come on the podcast, but I get to play. I didn't lose fantasy football. I don't know how this there's, I don't, I'm not getting punished. I don't have to have Ashley come on. This is your punishment. It's not a punishment. It's just that it's a great way for our listeners and our fans and our friends to hear from you and Ashley. We always see Ashley come into the glam room mid podcast. So it'd be a good chance to like actually have a sit down conversation. Well, know? here's the thing. I mean, like some people even, even quite, you know, they sent in recommendations and they said, sure, have the significant other come on the podcast, but make sure that they tell embarrassing stories. So like mm. I might, I might ask Caitlin to like think of, one of the more embarrassing stories that you guys that you have had during your date uh so all right perfect the punishment is set kaylin's gonna come on the podcast i'm very excited about this i actually think i might have ashley come on just to ask her questions because ashley really gets the juicy gossip you know what i mean she does a better job than i she does ashley has no shame in her question asking she just gets right to the nitty-gritty the questions that people always want to know that's like even more of a punishment for you yeah, exactly. It's settled. It's done. Kaylin will be on the podcast. Uh, obviously, she has to approve and accept the offer to come on the podcast. I'm not going to make her come on the podcast against her no, will. You have to make her. But tentatively, that that is that is the that is the settlement. Uh, she will be on the podcast in the coming weeks. I'm excited. Um, but we do have a very special segment coming up because, as you mentioned at the top of the podcast, and as we've had uh, discussions on the podcast in the past, one of our producers, Becky, is dating. A very handsome, very charismatic, very outgoing gentleman by the name of Demario, if I'm not mistaken. And he is finally coming to Los Angeles where Becky lives. And he will be taking her on a date. Multiple dates, I can only imagine. Uh, Question beckons. Becky, if you're listening, which I think you are. Are you excited? A. B. What are you guys going to do? C. Where will you be going? D. Is this the first time you guys have seen each other three-dimensionally? Because I think it is. Um, I, okay, that was a lot of questions. Um, I am excited. I'm nervous. Uh, I have a rough idea of what we're going to be doing, but I honestly need your guys' help um, because I feel like my ideas are subpar right now. Well, I have, I have a, so here's the question. So Demario, what, where, where's he live again? Indianapolis? He lives in Michigan. Michigan. No, Michigan. This is the first time wet. ever going to the West Coast. Um, so never been in LA, California. And all. how long is he staying for? Uh, he is just here for three days. And then is he staying with you? No, he has his own hotel room. Good job. Uh, both mm-hmm. parties. Good job. Very good question. Very good question. And that was actually one of my main questions too. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first time we're meeting in person. How long have you guys so. been talking now? It's been over a little over a month. All right. So here's the question because usually, I, Demario, first of all, sweetheart, he seems like the man. I, I feel like he's gonna come in with a little bit of a plan, even though he doesn't know LA, never been on the West Coast. Like he just feels like the type of guy who's gonna make recommendations for you because he wants to be you know the guy and he wants to show you a good time he's coming there for you i think it's awesome that he's flying out to la that's crazy i know it's so crazy i so i keep asking him like is there anything you want to see have always wanted to see and of course he's just like i'm just excited to 
be doing whatever it is with you. So just, it's all like, you tell me, I don't know. And I'm like, okay. That's a lot of pressure. Just to refresh the listeners, too, because last time we spoke to – we actually had a conversation with Demario, uh, much to Becky's chagrin, because she did not love the conversation. Well, I think that you – She secretly loved it. Let's be honest. gained some stuff out of it, but maybe you didn't like – you didn't like – right, right, right. You didn't love some of the questions that we were asking. We were grilling him a little bit. That's our job. We're like your big brother, okay? We are. I do feel responsible in some weird way for this. he turned this skeptic. I was very, very skeptical of DeMario going into the conversation. But I came out of that conversation basically want, wanting to break up with Kaylin and ask DeMario to be my boyfriend instead. Um, so I'm excited to see what happens. I think it's been a great, it's been a great like, unfolding of events. Like He listened to the podcast because he's also a fan of Scrubbing In and Almost Famous. He heard Becky speak and he just became immediately enamored with her voice. And then they just kind of struck up a relationship since then. I think it's like... Imagine telling your grandkids about how grandma and grandpa met. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a beautiful Genesis story. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Becky, I mean, do you have any ideas? So I would suggest like going down. You got to go like down south. You got I, I feel like you got to get out of L.A. Like you got to go to like Manhattan Beach or, you know, somewhere by the water. Really show him like the, you know, the Pacific coast. That would be my suggestion, like somewhere out, you know, because we can still go out to eat, like outdoor dining is fine. Something like that. But then I don't know, like there's no activities. Like I feel like you guys have been talking for so long. The last thing you really want to do is just like keep talking. I feel like it would be more fun if you did something. What the <laughs> hell are you guys going to do? You can't like go bowling. I know. I was like, maybe there's like, I think there's some arcades open. Like that seems kind of fun. Mm-hmm. There's like, um, I don't know. I feel like you can just drive around in L.A. It's so hard. Like, how do you date? Go on dates and cope during COVID. Um, I know. So I we do. So the one thing he definitely wanted to do was take me out to dinner the first night he gets here. Aww. So okay. I made reservations for that um, at Laurel Hardware over in West Hollywood. So. Oh, okay, nice. yeah, they have a great outdoor dining area. Yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. So. But that's really it. Like some lookout, cool lookout points, like by the beach. Like you could, you could do like, what about hiking? Yeah, we could do that. You could do like Laurel Canyon or you could do like, you could take them up to like Griffith Park. Ashley and I uh, do sometimes picnics up there. They're very nice. Uh, picnic. Yeah, well, because we, we, she was inspired by La La Land because that's one of my favorite movies. Yes. So we went up there. She wore a yellow dress. It was fantastic. Just like Emma Stone in the movie. Um, what else could you guys do? do it's so hard right now because i i would say yeah see, i think you should think of like some sort of activity to do as well and i know that's difficult now because of covid but you guys have talked so much and it's undoubtedly going to be a little awkward because you guys have never met and you've talked for so long i think dinner's great to continue talking and like get that vibe in person but i also think it'd be really nice if you guys were actively doing something together to kind of like you know get some laughs in there joke around i don't know i just that's how i'm feeling no i agree and i'm just like what is what does that mean like what what is that activity so that's where i'm stuck so if any listeners have any ideas any of the listeners out there obviously email us with suggestions that you have for becky on where she should go with demario what should they do also you can dm us on the help i suck at dating instagram i am here for all of it and i know becky is too i think you nailed it on the head 
you definitely like are gonna go to Laurel Hardware. That's gonna be fantastic. But it's also like you you should just go to the beach for an entire day. Like spend like four hours on the beach in like Venice mm-hmm. or Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. You can't really hit like the Santa Monica Pier per se. I have a request if you're willing, Becky. Uh, only if you're willing. No pressure. But maybe we could double date. And J- Jared, if you're down, maybe we could all triple date. I think that would be pretty fun. Just like a nice little like beach excursion, uh, and like go to a restaurant for like lunch or something like that just a just a suggestion you know i just i kind of want to hang out with you guys becky what's funny enough is we always have these digital interactions with each other but we've actually never met you per in person so it'd be a good chance for jared and i to also get to know you and Demario yeah. better it's uh, just a suggestion if you're down I for it agree. we get to no, know but you, no, becky. no pressure we get no to pressure. grill your future husband uh ashley and i can Whoa. talk about yeah. how we're family planning see if you guys are on the same page you know really just put the pressure on i think that's a great idea and i'm here for it no pressure no pressure well, there's a, no pressure you should also look up halloween things to do i wonder if there's like fun halloween like i know they must have like drive through pumpkin things yeah. that could be something fun festive timely uh also uh i never suggest going to a movie on a first date but seeing how there's limited options, maybe right. a drive-in. Yeah, that's there's like, a good one. There's like all these like old school drive-ins in LA that showed old movies. That could be fun if you guys like watched, if they showed like, uh, what's like a good love story? The Princess Bride, like if they show that on a drive-in or When Harry Met Sally. I think that's great. I love these corny dates. Honestly, I think they're great. Thank you guys for your help. And I'm so, I'm really excited for sure. We're excited for you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, what help are you thinking us for? Because I feel like we did not accomplish a single gosh darn thing. No, you guys did. There were some good ideas. There was the hiking. There was the drive-in. There was Mm -hmm. the picnic. There was the Halloween stuff. Like, all great ideas. So the wheels are turning. We're going to figure something out. And I like the beach idea because... He's from Michigan, so he's definitely not around real beaches over there. Yeah, show him the Pacific. Just big lakes. Yes. Uh, well, we're obviously going to have to follow up on this and, and see how this date went. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, just to add more pressure to it. But you know what? You guys met through Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, it's only poetic to figure out if you, guys, right. if you guys are going to get married because of Help I Suck at Dating. Um so, Damari, if you're listening, you're awesome. Very excited for you both. Say travels. Uh, and let's, uh, before we leave, let's do a, a, uh, emails and a dating term. So, Mark, are you, are you listening? <laughs> I don't know. You poor bastard. You have to listen to like <laughs> us just rant the entire time. I am here and enjoying every word just like I do every week. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Just What a guy. What a what guy. A guy. Uh, waiting at, on bated breath for what we're going to say next. So, would you like to read the email we have today? We have one. Definitely do. It's from Emily. My ex and I of two years just broke up. The breakup was very mutual. We realized we were growing apart. During our two years of dating, I got close to his younger sister. She became one of my closest friends. Do you think that it would be weird if I remained friends with his sister? We are all in our mid-20s. No. <laughs> I don't all think right. It's a... And that's another episode of How I Suck <laughs> um, I think uh, I don't think it's weird. I think as long as everybody's okay with it, uh, one of two things will happen. Either uh, you know you and this ex will just not really converse all that much, and you'll move on with your lives, or it will be super awkward, 
And unfortunately, your friendship with the sister is going to fade over time. I think that will probably be one of the two things that will happen. I don't think it's weird at all. I think that uh, it's perfectly normal to become friends with a significant other's sibling. And also, mm-hmm. let's say you broke up. You Obviously, you broke up. But it was, uh, as you put it, mutual and amicable, whatever. I think that just adds to the fact that it's totally okay. On top of that, when I think about like some of my best friends... Who, oh, I would. I think they all have siblings, but the point is, I never see any other siblings because they're my friends. Their siblings aren't my friends. So it's like, if your ex-boyfriend's sister and you are really good friends, you can still see the sister constantly without kind of running into your ex-boyfriend. Uh, it might be a little tricky, I would say, but I don't think that you should like cut off a friendship just because you are no longer romantically entwined with her brother. I think we we all agree on this. I was just trying to like expand on it a little bit more, you know. I'm curious if they all, if the brother and sister still live at home, that might make it a little bit awkward. But otherwise, my only advice is to not sneak around. Be honest and open and above board on everything. If you start sneaking around and he finds out your friends, it's going to be very weird and uncomfortable and negative feeling. So as long as you're open with everybody, I say go for it. I agree. One of my closest friends is my sister's ex-boyfriend. And uh, he was in my wedding. He was one of my groomsmen. She was in my wedding too. And uh, they don't speak to each other, but everything is fine. They're all, they're all fine with it. Does she ever get mad at you? No, no, she, she doesn't get mad at me. But every now and again, like if I'm talking to her and I'll be like, oh yeah, Andy and I went and did this. She'd be like, she like rolls her eyes, but like she doesn't get mad about it. <laughs> She's a good person. I- Wait, that's actually really, that's really funny. And a funny account firsthand because obviously we wouldn't have it, it otherwise. Be so I've got more questions too. So they don't, t- they don't speak. They were both in your wedding. But, I, I mean, I guess I don't have any questions. I just wanted to talk about that one because it's actually hilarious. It's more of a statement than anything else. I, I do find that pretty interesting, Easton. I mean, how did – so you guys were just so close. You felt like that even after your sister broke up with them, like you had to just stay friends. Yeah, yeah. They dated for like uh, three years. They lived together and everything. And then um, they, they just – these grew apart and decided to break up. And I, I, I came to her and I was like, Hey, Andy and I are really close. Like, would it, would it bother you if I stayed friends with them? And she's like, knock yourself out. How close of friends are you? Like, like I would say, like, I, I have like two very close friends. It's just, it's Andy and this, uh, this other guy. Like he's, I'd say he's one of my best friends. Oh, yeah. that's funny. And that's how long really have they been broken up for? They've been broken up for seven years. Yeah. Wow. Years. So the friendships, ri- so this lasted. So, so yeah. I mean, Emily, I mean, Easton's firsthand. You can stay friends with your ex as long as everybody's on the same page and you're upfront about it and honest. The ex is sibling. <laughs> ex is sibling. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> I have a question for you this time. An actual question, not just a stupid statement. Uh, are your is your sister in a relationship now, or is Andy in a relationship? Andy now? is engaged, and my sister is married. So, okay. Yeah, they both. Yeah. Okay. On. So, do you think even now, then, when like, let's say you're talking to your sister about Andy, your sister's married, and then does she still like do the eye roll thing, or is it kind of one of those things where it's like bygones, bygones, like move on sort of thing? This is how chill we are. Okay, guys. Uh, my sister's new husband. He's a cool. He he and I are are cool too. They were, but he was in my wedding too. Like so, my my groomsmen. It was like a couple buddies of mine from high school, and then my sister's ex boyfriend and my sister's current husband. We all got along great. We all went out and like. That's so funny. All, like hung out and did stuff, leading up to the wedding, uh, and everyone got along. It was it was totally fine. Well, it's very nice to hear. Everybody was very mature about it, as they yes. well should be. 
Exactly. We're all adults, you know? And, Somewhat. And it, it's hard for me to make friends. I need to hang on to these people as hard as I can, you know? Yeah, we're, we're all adults with superhero posters on our wall. I get it. Yeah, uh, I'm right yeah. there with you. <laughs> um, all right, so I have one dating term before we go, because obviously that's our new thing. We have to at least do one dating term, define it, figure out what it is. This is what it is. Dating term, October 23rd, or whatever the hell day we're recording this. Dating term, <laughs> fire dooring. Fire dooring. What is it, ladies and gentlemen, even though it's just dudes on this? I know what it is. What is it? I know what it is. Fire dooring is when you, uh, so when there's a fire in a building, the first thing that you do when you approach a doorway is you check the knob to see if there's uh, heat in the doorknob. <laughs> if there's heat, there's fire on the other side. If it's not hot, there's no fire on the other side. Fire dooring is you're like checking, you're like testing the waters. You're like, you're like, you know, tapping the, the doorknob yeah. to see if it's worth opening the door or not. I disagree. <laughs> yeah, top that, gentlemen. I, I think that fire dooring is like at the, at the first sign of danger, like, like a first sign of something going wrong, like a, a small fight or a little disagreement, you head for the hills. Like just you, the fire doors come down, you lock yourself off, you, you probably just ghost them. That, that's what I think it is. Yeah, mine is similar. It's an extreme ghost. It's like mid-date. He's just like, <laughs> uh-oh, something, I didn't like what she just said. And he hits the check, please, bye. It's an extreme, <sighs> urgent ghosting. I really wish it was that because that's hysterical. Sad, but quite funny. Uh, fire dooring. Well, we all know what a fire door is because uh, it only opens from one side. So this is a one-sided relationship. You can get out, but you can't get back in. This is an unequal relationship where one person has all the power and a connection. They may or may not reply to your text or agree to your request to meet them. When you do hear from them, it's usually because they want something from you and it's convenient for them. And they expect you to drop everything to suit them. This is an unhealthy power dynamic that can leave you unsatisfied and frustrated fire dooring i've yeah I, I i know some relationships like that it's not good it's not healthy. we were 0 for 3 on that one though yeah. that was pretty good uh, you know what they were all good guesses i i love the effort that's what really counts uh thank you so much everybody suck army for tuning in you guys are the best thank you to elise delbaum for joining us make sure you tune in this thursday for what a girl wants what a girl needs Thanks for uh, leaving me hanging there, fellas. Uh, her, her, her What a Girl Wants podcast drops on Thursday. Make sure you check it out. Of course, thank you to our producer, Becky, for uh, dating Demario and giving us content. I'm very excited to see what happens with this relationship. I'm very excited to see what kind of dates you uh, go on. Uh, and I think that's it, right? Dean, thank you for being the most wonderful human being. Thank you to Kaylin for coming on. Yeah, I'm excited to have a full uh, conversation with Kaylin. Uh, again, I don't know when, maybe next week, maybe the week after that, but one of these days it's going to be good because it's your punishment. I feel like we should like spring it upon you. Like I should, I should be the one scheduling when Kaylin comes on and you have no idea. could be this week, could be next week, could be four months from now. Who the hell knows? Listen, if you want to take that into your own hands and get that done, I think you're right. It would only make it more hilarious and funny and interesting and cool. So I, it, I, I don't want to put that burden on you, but uh, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll figure it out exactly. But I'm glad that I, I'm glad that A, that I'm paying my dues uh, because I did lose and I deserve to be punished. Uh, I'm glad that we were able to settle on something and figure it out. And I'm glad that... Uh, all of you guys are in my life. So, so I guess that's all I got.
Oh, well, Dean, oh, God. well, my dog's freaking out, but we're very lucky to have you in our life. And Dean, you want to sign us off? Yeah, well, Jared's dogs uh, freak out over there. By the way, I just texted Jared this, but I think it's worth noting uh, on the podcast as well. Jared, I don't know what you're doing, man, but you're looking good. You're looking fit. You've always had a strong job, but for some reason, it's just popping even more now. Like, you, maybe it's the hair. Uh, I, I just want the listeners to know. I know we're <laughs> listening to this podcast. We're not seeing you. Don't, you're not seeing what I'm seeing, but this man is. It, you're like a fine wine. You're getting better with age. It's, Dude, it's I just looked at my phone and I see a text message from Dean says, "Hey, not to be weird or anything, but have you been working out, Dean? I very much appreciate it. I've been working out a little bit. I think it's really the hair and the lighting. Gonna be honest. Uh, but anyway." Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Be sure to tune in next week for a great episode. Uh, what's funny is we can consistently tease Kaylin's appearance. Maybe she'll be on next week. Maybe she'll be on the week after that. The only way to find out is by tuning in and seeing if we suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.